Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 wherever you are right across Australia. This is The Breakfast Show in the morning, positively different radio and you are with Lyle and Mon. Coming up in today's show, we have an amazing show for you. We are going to be talking about, well, all kinds of things. We have the expert coming in of all things obscure Weird, wacky, and wonderful in the Bible. I'm not quite sure what we need to call uh, Kelvin Langman, but we were thinking the oligarch of Obscure. We also talked about the overlord of Obscure. Yeah, I haven't really come up with a title yet. But anyway, he's coming in and he's going to be sharing with us. Uh, We're also going to be talking about hurricanes, typhoons, cyclones, tropical cyclones, and severe tropical cyclones, and tropical storms, the difference between them, and are they getting worse? The Bible says that these things will get worse and worse the nearer we return to Jesus Christ. So we're going to look at some information covering uh, the last 30 years or so in relationship to cyclones. We're also going to have a debate about mushrooms. So weigh in if you like. Send us a message because this is a delayed broadcast and you can't really call in and be a part of the show. But you can weigh in with your opinion by sending us a text message on 0491-064-669. Mushrooms, to eat mushrooms or not to eat mushrooms? Mon and I don't eat mushrooms. What do you do? And are there good reasons for that? Mon thinks Mon's going to tell you that she thinks that they are an animal. Well, we'll see about that as we go through today's show. It's actually a lot of fun. We're not taking it too seriously. Don't stress out if you are a mushroom fan. But that's all coming up and so much more. And the reason that it's coming up and the reason we know what we're going to talk about is because we have already talked about it. You see, this is the delayed broadcast introduction. This was uh, put out there on Thursday, the 25th of October. And so if... Uh, if uh, Yes, if you are not listening to it, if it's not Thursday the 25th of October, then you need to, yeah, have a double check and find out whether uh, you're listening to the delayed broadcast. If you are, then jump over to the live show. So easy, faithfm.com.au or via the TuneIn radio app that you can simply download to your mobile device. Take it with you, listen to it wherever you go, listen to it through your car stereo via the app, listen to it in your tractor or your machine or your bulldozer or your excavator or whatever it is that you're driving it, listen to the earbuds in your underneath your uh, earmuffs if you are working in a workshop and you can be part of the live show there. And of course, don't forget to send us in your questions for question of the day. Great question coming up today. Should we pray for Jesus to be coming sooner? And of course, we have our encounter with God where we are studying the subject of unity. That and so much more as we go through this morning's breakfast show. And my Savior bleed, did my sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head Someone such as I At the cross, at the cross Where I first saw the light The burden of my heart rolled away And it was there by faith I received my sight
That was Anna Weather up there with At The Cross here on Faith FM. And our day, as always, kicks off with a quiz. And Mon is got hands full of stuff here, things to Just, give away, yes, quiz yes. clues. I'm going to start with the with the free YouTube giveaway because we have a bit of an update. Um, so we only have like just under half left. Uh, so people who have been um, subscribing last, uh, last night. No, so there's, I didn't less, check it. There's, there's, there's less now. Yeah. <laughs> less uh, than half left. If you, We have a book here. It's called Nature's Superfoods. And basically it covers 28 of the best superfoods on the planet and gives you recipes for each of the 28 superfoods. Uh, this book is is just so delicious looking. It's full color uh, photographs on each page. Uh, the recipes just sound so dreamy. And um, you can get a copy of this. And there's there's mains, desserts, you know, savory, sweet, the whole the whole kit and caboodle. And, uh, and you can get a copy of it totally for free. We will send this to you. Um, all you have to do is go to YouTube and subscribe to our brand new in our YouTube channel. Yes, absolutely. And of course... Um, and that's for the first 100 subscribers, but we already have about 55 of them gone. So I think there's about 45 left. I did some research to find yes. out what a superfood super is. Oh, God. Good on you, Lyle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, you're getting all educated. I am. Yes. <laughs> what did you learn? What did you learn? Nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't bring that oh, there's stuff no, there's on the no, There's no definition for superfood, but people seem to... Uh, there is consensus that it has uh, food that is high in antioxidants. Yes. Okay, but yep, yep. So antioxidants are a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because not all fruits and vegetables are the same. I mean, we, we need to eat a broad spectrum of them, but some have a higher uh, nutrient content than and others. And I think that's, that's, the, mm-hmm. that's the clue, isn't it? It's to uh, diversity is good. Yes, yes. Except so, for mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms should not exist. <laughs> You're not a food, people. This is our conspiracy theory right here. This is your Mon PSA for the day. <laughs> Stop eating mushrooms. They're not food. <laughs> <laughs> to preach my anti-mushroom sermon. No, we're just joking. Mushrooms are uh, lots of people enjoy mushrooms, and, and uh, but if, they you, if, you, if you enjoy mushrooms, go for it. Just don't give them to me. Yeah, or me. <laughs> keep them clear of the Faith FM studios. Don't call us with I don't your know, mushrooms. Marta, Marta might mushrooms. Does Marta, Marta producer, do you like my? Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. Win, win. That's three strikes and they're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I actually, I don't mind the taste of mushrooms, but I do oppose them in a moral stance. So oh. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, give me Bible, uh, book, <laughs> chapter and verse on that one. Yeah, well, not eating unclean foods, you know, mushrooms uh, aren't clean. <laughs> well, if you look at it right, mushrooms do. Here it comes. <laughs> do you want to hear my explanation? Do you want to hear this? Do you want to hear this? <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> mushrooms. You, you'd realize this is radio, right? Yeah, they're going to love this. <laughs> okay, all right. The mushroom gospel on <laughs> So, so in our in our finite knowledge, we've just decided there are two kingdoms: animal kingdom and plant kingdom. But as we so often do, we get it wrong. Like there are there are items in between. So you're going to tell me a mushroom area. is an animal. A, a mushroom cellular. So I can listen, I can listen have, to this. I can Lyle. have pet mushrooms. Listen, you can mushroom. Um, the cellular structure of a mushroom is actually closer to that of a crustacean than to that of any plant. It's literally closer Ooh, related, like a slug. No, to crustaceans like prawns, like oh, yeah, it's close. It's closer related, were like things with shells. They were crusty. 
Yeah, well, crunch. a slug doesn't have a shell, does it? No, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, a, it's just yeah. a nude. So yeah, it actually is. It actually is. It's just snail. If you nude. if you really want to break it down into two parties, animal and plant, it is closer to the animal kingdom. And if you look at the role a mushroom plays, right? Yep. Because you know we, yep. the reason pigs are <laughs> unclean. There's people out there that have tried mushrooms before, and then and then after having tried them, they've seen them running around all over the place, and they're probably going to agree with you. Yeah, well, if you look at if you look at the role, <laughs> don't, that try, pigs, don't try those kinds pigs of mushrooms. Pigs and prawns and all the unclean animals play right they, they they're unclean because they clean up all the all the dirt if you disagree the, with mon plant, right <laughs> listen stop interrupt captain interruption over here 800 right three two four eight, mushrooms four, three. mushrooms play it's the same number. role they clean up anything that's dead like anytime there's a dead tree mushrooms turn up anytime there's dead something dead in the soil mushrooms turn up mushrooms turn up to clean up they're like the pigs of the plant queue they, they clean up <laughs> all the better, dead stuff this is a better more well, well, out, well thought out sermon than mine yeah and, and also eating mushrooms actually increases the body's chance of fungal infections so there you go this is Mon's there personal conspiracy theory mushrooms are disgusting you've heard the truth now you've heard the truth now it's time for you all to come across the light leave think, the dark and I literally think, leave the dark because mushrooms think, only grow in the dark I think there might be some people out there disagreeing with you this morning do you know what 1-800-FAITH-FM is my number <laughs> let's go to battle mushrooms anyway anyway we're You're getting a, way off topic you here you if you would like a copy of Nature's Superfoods I'm pretty sure there's no mushrooms listed in here <laughs> If you'd like a copy of this book, just go to YouTube, youtube.com, search I'm for Faith sure FM are. Australia. I'm not going to give it to you just in case there are. Um, and, no, there's not. Suck it. There you go. Read that, <laughs> read that and tell me where the mushrooms are. Go to Faith, uh, Faith FM Australia on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. We're keeping an eye on all the subscriptions that are coming in. And uh, once we reach our, um, our 100 new subscribers, we will send out the book to everyone who has subscribed. So just be aware we are more than halfway through our our booty of prizes. And, uh, and you know, the chances of getting one of these books is getting slimmer and slimmer. And I made it to page. Oh, what was it? Nine Did before re- I found mushrooms. <laughs> but that's not if you mushrooms. Half a cup sliced mushrooms. But you, it's not one of the superfoods. If you look on the contents page, it lists the twenty-eight superfoods anyway. and mushrooms are not right. on it, there. It is. It is an awesome book. It is an awesome book. Subscribe to YouTube, uh, Faith FM YouTube, and there's a book coming your way. But even better, on a daily basis, there is um, answers to uh, popular questions popping up on the YouTube page. Yes, yes. So every day we post a new video. Uh, and if you have a question that you would like to have answered for question of the day, then give us a call 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669 and we will answer your question on YouTube. Quiz. On quiz, quiz. Quiz, quiz, quiz. Okay, what city am I? Abraham refused to accept anything from the king of this city so that the king would not be able to say that he made Abraham rich. Mmm, such a good quiz today. What city is that? Give us a call or a text if you know the answer. 1-800-FAITH-FM is our number and uh, and you can tell me all about it. We will send you the prize. Lyle, good news coming out of the... Uh, the uh, let me have a look. Yes, you got it right. He writes it down on a piece of paper and he gets it right almost every single time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, coming out of the science realm, 
Bacterial infections. Speaking I think we of, should keep talking about mushrooms. Speaking of mushrooms, bacterial infections. This has got nothing to do with mushrooms. <laughs> I really, really want to oppose you on the, this mushroom. But you I, can't I have a because big, you hate mushrooms. A big on-air argument about it, but I actually but, hate mushrooms. And you also don't know anything about mushrooms the way that I know about mushrooms. <laughs> mushrooms are not a superfood. They're not even a food. That, <laughs> do you know, did you know, Lyle, the government, most governments on their government website somewhere will list um, what mushrooms are safe to eat, much like they'll actually release a list of how much alcohol you you should and shouldn't drink like a safe list Mm -hmm. the funny thing is much like alcohol no mushrooms are safe to eat they just have like a less of a a poisonous reaction on your body than others literally all mushrooms are indigestible and have a uh, negative reaction on your system i'm thinking there's probably a lot of plants that are on that list that are in a similar category no no it's it's just all mushrooms indigestible and have a it's like a it's like a mild allergic reaction but like champignons and and you know those big ones field mushrooms they have a lesser reaction so the government says you know what you can eat these they're safe enough much like they'll tell you that having two glasses of wine each night is a safe amount we know that's wrong there's no safe amount of alcohol just the same way there's no you're actually actually a little bit serious about your anti-mushroom i'm I'm serious about mushrooms you (laughs) jump Do you know, is, this is especially important in Japan where um, mushroom foraging is really, really popular and the government really has to push their safe list and non-safe list because a lot of people die foraging for mushrooms and eating the wrong ones. Yeah, I've got a few friends who um, didn't die from eating the wrong mushrooms, but they certainly um, blew their brains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, never recovered. So, yeah. So, yeah, no mushrooms are actually safe. They just <coughs> might have a weaker uh, reaction to your body than others. So... Yeah, and you can anyway. Do- all right, all right. Okay, let's change the okay. subject. My, my, Mons, Mons Look, you, st- you found my rant button and you pushed <laughs> no, it. Wow. You pushed I it multiple did. times. In fact, we don't even have time for your good news segment. <laughs> what were you going to tell us about? Well, they've had a breakthrough in technology. So there are three hundred and seven bacterial infections known to man, and uh, sadly, we can currently only test for nineteen of them. But scientists have just Ooh. discovered a groundbreaking new platform that can test for every single kind of human pathogenic bacteria known to man. That's insane. That's really exciting. So it's a new tool called BackCapSec platform, uh, which is developed at the Columbia University uh, of Public Health. And uh, yeah, it's once it's going to be approved for clinical use soon. And it, it works quickly and it works precisely. And it just can pick out all the ba- pathogenic bacteria, including one of the ones that cause like uh, sepsis, which is the third leading cause of disease uh, around the world. So it's very exciting. Uh, hopefully this will you know result in a lot of healing. And hopefully a lot of prevention. But something that will also prevent sickness is to just stop eating mushrooms because we know that food now. How deep the Father's love for us How vast beyond all measure That He should give His only Son to make a wretch's treasure How great the pain of searing loss The Father turns His face away As wounds which mar the chosen one Bring me sons to glory Behold the man upon a cross 
Listening to Sila with How Deep the Father's Love. I'm pretty sure it's Sila. Sila, whatever. Sila, Sila. You know what that means? Uh, doesn't it mean like to, to stop and think? Yeah, stop and think about it. Yeah. Like, Ponder on this. Yeah, yeah, which is why like every few verses in some of the Psalms it says, Sila, stop and think about it. Yeah, this. like some of the Psalms are really long, so they break it up and like, okay, stop, ponder on this for a bit and mm-hmm. then move on. Okay, now think about this for a bit and then move on. And then It's nice. They should do yeah, it more yeah, often yeah. In, in, in written word. Maybe we should um, do that when we have song service next time. Sing a, sing a verse then have just a music and meditation and then sing a verse. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, maybe we should try it one time, see how it goes. Yeah, maybe maybe next time I write an article, I'll write some like profound sentence and then I'll just put sailor. Hmm. Sila. I'm a bit worried this morning, Mon. I'm looking at your phone cord and it's like a little bit terrifying over there. Yeah, Have yeah. Have you killed yourself on that yet or nearly done so? Burnt no, yourself? No, I think I one time got a bit of a zap out of it, but I just taped it up because, you know. <laughs> it's the dodgiest phone call, <laughs> cord I have ever seen. But anyway, did yeah. you tie a knot in that? Uh, I did not tie a knot in it. It ties a knot in itself because it's Apple. And, uh, and no, I just wrapped um, electrical tape around it, gaffer. I think you need some more. I'm a true West Australian because I fix everything with gaffer tape. Oh. That's how we do it in WA. Just slap a bit of gaffer on it, it'll be right. Yeah. Everywhere else they use duct tape. <laughs> anyway, what have we got for our next? Yes, what city clue? am I? P.S. A first three quiz clues are already <laughs> up on Instagram. Uh, it has a lot to do with mm-hmm. yesterday's quiz. It does, rather. It does. Yeah. It yeah. does. So go to our Insta. It is uh, Faith FM Live, all lowercase one word. And you can see the first three uh, quiz clues for this quiz. So the second one, what city am I? Four kings seized all the food and goods from this city and captured Abraham's nephew. Ooh, that's most interesting. Yes. Give us a call if you know the answer. 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. All right, so moving on to more serious news. Um, Super Typhoon Yutu is about to hit the Marianas um, with winds um, around the 290 kilometer per hour um, strength as another Category 5 storm. Are you serious? Where so is this thing hitting? Uh, the, the, the Marianas, so that's... Uh, I don't know where that is. North Pacific. 
Okay, righto, righto. Yeah. Uh, what little country? So it's already it's already smashed through the. There's about fifty five thousand people living there, mm. but it's already smashed through the Philippines. Done a bunch of damage there, and uh, one person who was reporting from the Marianas said that um, you know because obviously they build cyclone proof housing up there, uh, typhoon I should say, um, proof housing, and he could feel the concrete walls of his house shaking. Whoa, He's concrete never walls! Never seen such an intense um, amount of energy being just released and unleashed on nature as he was seeing right now. So yeah, they they in those kinds of countries they build, you know, concrete block or or concrete walls that kind of stuff and it makes your house much more durable if strong winds come. Don't they have to uh, build it deep into the ground? Yeah, yeah, there's the the building codes are very different. You um you bolt the roof to the foundations all that kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm, etc. Cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. It depends what kind of, you know, foundations you've got as to whether they have to actually go into the ground or you have a slab that sits on top. But no, you don't you don't build a uh, your, your typical Queenslander that you might see, see around Brisbane that's just sort of up on stilts. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I mean, do the stilts go deep in the ground or is it just up? No, you don't you don't use stilts. Not those. You you just sit them flat on the ground so the wind can't get under them. Yeah. Yeah, because um you don't want that to happen. Yeah, those bad idea. Stilt houses might be good for um, floods. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Which is what they're for, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, in Queensland, they were built for ventilation. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. just to get up to the breezes. Let the, let the cool air come up through the floor. How about that? Mm-hmm. That that's was crazy. the that's original idea behind the Queenslander. Uh, wait, but anyway, this raised a question in my mind. Yes. And the question in my mind is, why is this one a super typhoon and the last one that we spoke about a couple of days ago was a hurricane? Yeah, good question. Isn't I thought typhoon was like involved water, like it was out in the water, like a water spout. But oath, no, you're thinking of a... Uh, water spout. A water spout is a, um, a tornado at sea. This is a typhoon. Okay. It's, is that where like um, a tornado is like they're, they're triangle shaped in and... The funnel. Yeah, and then the other ones are like just like a like a cone, uh, not not a cone, but like um, just straight up and down, like cylindrical. Um, well, you could say that, but uh, a typhoon is like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kilometers across. Oh, okay, snaps. Whereas so it doesn't a come down to an tornado, eye. yeah, it has an eye. Okay. Um, a tornado might be as little as you know thirty forty meters across. Okay. okay. And super intense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the the difference is that a tornado comes out of a storm; it's within a storm, whereas a typhoon is the name of a storm. Okay. So this thing is huge, essentially. This is massive. Wow, just enormous. Um, and so yeah, I did some some uh, some looking up to find out the difference between hurricanes, typhoons, and cyclones, mm-hmm. and found that there are actually hurricanes, typhoons, cyclones, tropical cyclones, and severe tropical cyclones, and they are all exactly the same thing. Great, they're just yes. a bunch of storms. Super a bunch storms. of storms. So basically, what happens is that once a storm gets above sixty-three kilometers an hour winds, mm-hmm. it gets a name. Oh, okay. And it's called a tropical storm. Mm-hmm. Once it gets above 100, about 120 kilometers an hour, it becomes either a cyclone, a hurricane, a typhoon, a tropical cyclone, or a severe tropical cyclone, depending on where you live. Great. So, if you are in the Atlantic, anywhere in the Atlantic, it's going to be called a hurricane. Um and also the uh, Pacific coast of the United States. The United States only has to worry about one kind of word for the storms that hit their country. So uh, North uh, East Pacific, 
you've got hurricanes and the entire Atlantic, you've got hurricanes. If you're in the northwest Pacific, where the Marianas are, then you have typhoons. If you are in the North Indian Ocean, you get cyclones. If you're in the South Indian Ocean, it's called a tropical cyclone. And if you're in the South Pacific, it's called a severe tropical cyclone. So it depends where you are as to what you call it. I just don't want to be involved with any of these. No, we want to stay as far away from them as possible. And uh, now what, one of the things that we were looking at was um, how that they had increased in strength over recent years. Oh, and by the way, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, because basically what it is, it's just a low. Mm-hmm. If you're in a low-pressure system, you're in a cyclone. So we, 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 we have low-pressure systems that come across Newcastle all the time, and every time a low-pressure system comes across, we're in a cyclone. It's just not called a cyclone because the wind isn't blowing hard enough. Do you think we're one day going to have storms that are so big and so strong that we're going to have to come up with new names for them? Are they going to be like above our categories? <coughs> like, you know, what, what, what is our category, our category cap? Like, like Five. Oh, five is the top. What if yeah, we so suddenly one, get like a ten? U2, U2 is, the, is, is, is the top of the category. It's the, okay. the highest category. Wow. But what happens if we get a bigger one? We've got to rethink it all or come up with different structure? Or? Yeah, well, with, with sea temperatures rising, and this is an interesting point to look at, with sea temperatures rising, the, it's, it's, it's making a dramatic impact on these storms. I'm going to talk more about that in just a moment. Just a, a, another piece of trivia for you. Mm-hmm. If you're in the northern hemisphere, a low spins clockwise, and if you're in the southern hemisphere, it spins counterclockwise. Oh, wow. Yeah. So all of these are just low-pressure systems. Um, but they become, you know, they get a name once they are, once they get out of control, basically. So with the spinning, up. yes, with the spinning, is that another argument against this flat Earth nonsense we have? I'm sure there's an argument there. Okay, yeah. If you're a meteorologist, call us on one eight hundred three two four eight four three and tell us how that spinning uh, debunks the flat Earth myth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we noticed that um, with hurricanes that they are now 70% stronger, last 60% longer. They're moving further inland, further north, further south um, since 2010, and they've produced 20% more rain. Um, So we spoke about that the other day. However, that was hurricanes. If we look at typhoons, because we're talking about a typhoon this morning, because of its location, same thing, just different location. Uh, this one's a super typhoon, but China, Japan, the Philippines, uh, the incidence have of typhoons in all of those countries has tripled since 1977. Wow. That's, that's pretty dramatic that's for storms. That's huge. <clears throat> Not only that, but average wind speeds have increased from 225 kilometers an hour to 220, 262 kilometers an hour over that, uh, since 1981, and that's with just a 0.3% uh, th- sorry, 0.3 of a degree rise in ocean temperatures. So what causes these storms, of course, is, is, uh, is warm temperature in the ocean. And when you get these big puddles of warm temperature, then you're going to have these storms that will just sp- start spinning off. They collect massive amounts of uh, vapour, which means that they rain incredibly heavily. And our ocean temperatures have not increased much at all, just 0.3 of a degree. And it's had a massive impact on our planet so far. Imagine if our ocean temperatures went up by a couple of degrees or something or other. It's, there you'd get your Category 6 norms. This is this is something we need to keep in mind in light of Matthew 24 and uh, and the signs of the times. And, you know, keeping in mind that Jesus is definitely coming soon. This is another uh, a thing to keep your eye on just to know that he's definitely around the corner.
Back guys, that was Torin Wells with Known here on Faith FM. And as we get back into the uh, breakfast show, we have another clue for our quiz coming up. What's our clue there, Mon? Uh, what city am I? The Lord said he would visit this city to see if the evil things he had heard about it were true. Ooh. What city is that? If you know the answer, you know our number, 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669. Well, Mon, joining us on the phone today is Kelvin Langman, who is the expert of all things obscure in the Bible. And he's going to bring us another segment, the semi, a semi-regular contributor here, um, another segment on, on all things weird, wonderful, and wacky that you'll find in Scripture. Kelvin, welcome to the show. Morning. How are we, Mon? Hey, good. How are you going, Kelvin? Good. How are you going, Lyle? Yeah, all good, all good. So, uh, just, 
Yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. to weigh into the debate on uh, mushrooms. Oh yes, I've please do, Calvin. Calvin, pick your words very carefully. Yeah, well, I've looked very carefully, and I have found zip nada nothing. Bible is very silent on mushrooms. Calvin, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to cut you off now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my time's gone. Sorry. I'm pretty sure the Bible says not to eat unclean foods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yep. they hadn't discovered mushrooms back then yet, <laughs> or no one thought Maybe. to eat it. You know, you know the mushrooms we eat on the dinner table oh, are very here close cousins. Here it goes. They're very close cousins. The mushrooms that grow between our toes when we don't take care of our hygiene. Legit. This is. I just gross. want you guys to, to <laughs> sailor about that for a second. <laughs> they look okay, anything, well, I'm they, not about okay, to eat mushrooms from between my toes. Do they, do they look anything like those? If you put it under the microscope, do they look anything like those blueberries you're about to pop in your mouth? They look nothing like my blueberries. <laughs> Thank you very much. Blueberries are an actual superfood. Okay, I want to hear what Kelvin's got okay, to say. Calvin. Calvin, you, Calvin, <laughs> Calvin, you bought this on yourself. You pushed the mushroom oh, red button again. <laughs> Obviously, it's a very lively topic. So, <laughs> moving on, I yeah. want to um, talk about swearing. Oh, bad Ooh, language. Go on. Swearing. Not that kind of swearing. Oh. When you okay. go to court and you're asked to tell... Lyle, when you're asked to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, yes. do you tell the truth? Yes. Because... I've never actually been asked that question in court, but um, if I was, yes, I would tell the truth. Matthew chapter 5, verse 33 to 37 makes for interesting reading. And Jesus says, Again, you've heard that it said, been said of old time, that thou shalt forswear thyself, but shalt perform unto the Lord thine oaths. But I say unto you, swear not at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, neither by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And he goes on and says, Let your communication be yes or no. Whatever is more than that comes from evil. Wait, does that mean that when we go to court and we're asked to do that swearing thing that we we shouldn't be doing it? What does Lyle think? <laughs> yeah, nice one. There's, nice one, Kelvin. I think this is a great I think this is a great principle here, and the principle is that we should be known as Christians as being so honest that nobody's even going to bother to ask us to swear. Yes. But what the principle here there's there's two different um types of swearing oaths here. Mm -hmm. One of them is just telling the truth, which if you remember Jesus when he was in front of um, Pontius Pilate, was it? He um, he remained silent and Pontius said to him, I swear I'll put you under oath, go ahead and tell the truth, are you the king? And what was his response? You have said, nevertheless I say unto you, hereafter shall you see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. That was actually what he said to Caiaphas. Um, but yeah, yes, was it? Yeah, Sorry, yes. That's right. Yeah, so Jesus actually responded when he was put under oath. So, like in a judicial system, like Jesus doesn't um, go against swearing. But in Scripture, there's plenty of uh, opportunities where people go to swear. Um, and you'll notice there was a, a man in Old Testament. He said, I swear an oath that whatever comes out to make me first. When I go back to my home, uh, that will I sacrifice unto you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. So he went ahead and kept that vow. Um, there was another instance in Samuel. You've got King, well, you've got before King David. It was David, um, Nabal, and Abigail. I don't know if you remember the story. Yep. So David was running away from King Saul because he was after him. So... David and his merry men like looked after and protected the people from the um, Philistines around them. 
and one day they were getting low on supplies, so they approached Nabal. Now, Nabal was quite a wealthy man, but he was a bit tiddly and under the weather, and when David's men approached him and asked for like, food support, he basically turned him away and said, no, we don't know who you are, you're just a vagabond. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then one of the servants came to Abigail and said, Abigail, this is what's happened. We don't think your master has acted uprightly and just. And Abigail realized the error that her husband had made, so she ran out to David and took a whole bunch of food and gave it to them. Um, But David, when he first heard about that, about what Nabal said, he burned in anger and he was going to come down. And he, I don't know if you remember the last time we spoke about, um, the Bible talks about those that piss us against the wall. Well, here's another example. Um, David says, if there be any male left that pisseth against the wall, then... I haven't done my job, basically. So he, he made an oath to kill all the males. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, later on, he calmed down and realized the error of his ways. But there was another another um, oath also, if you remember. So that was um, an example he, of where he broke his oath and it was a good thing that he did. Yes. Even though he did the wrong thing by breaking an oath, it, it actually worked out in the, in, in the long run. It worked out better. Now, if you remember, um, Nabal was drunk, and when he came to, his wife spoke to him about it, and he, he was convicted that he'd said the wrong thing, and he fell ill for 10 days, and then after the 10 days, he, he passed away. Yeah. But it's interesting, when you read the commentary, David actually realizes the error of his ways, and then instead of cursing him, he actually blesses him. He asks God to bless Nabal, and then the judgment is then God's on Nabal, and he passes away. Mm, that's an interesting concept right there because God says, you know, um, vengeance is mine and we should leave it with God, yes. not try and take it ourselves. Yes. So had David proceeded with uh, his intentions, he may have done evil and done the wrong thing. So getting back to that verse, it says, but let your communication be yes or nay, whatever is more than that is evil. So the other example is um, King Herod and he made a vow uh, Herodias's daughter um, put forward the because she danced lovely. Um, she put forward the request that she have uh, John the Baptist's head on a platter. Mm-hmm. So King Herod um, decided that rather than break, look, he was um, quite upset by this. Um, yeah, he, he was knew, overwhelmed. He, he knew it was a bad idea. Yeah, as Scripture says, he was overwhelmed with sorrow. Yeah, that sounds like regret to me. Yeah, because of his pride and his arrogancy and he wanted to look good in front of his guests, he uh, went ahead and did not refuse her her request. Um, But, yeah, that didn't bode well. So so here we've got a couple of contrasts. Mm. We've got those that should have changed, broken their vow, but didn't. And uh, Ellen White says that he, uh, he went to the grave with the worry of the soul of uh, murder on one of God's prophets. Yeah, that'd be a bit. That of a, was very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be an interesting one. Hey, moving on real quick, Calvin. Tell us about some. Yep. Uh, tell us about unicorns. Yes, this I I listened a couple of weeks ago. Now, um, well, we, we heard not long ago about the squirrels. I know Mon really likes squirrels, Love but I've also them. heard you mention about unicorns. Yes. Now I've been doing some research in the Bible. And unicorns are mentioned, but we have to try and make some sense out of this. 
Wait, wait, wait. You're yes. saying unicorns are mentioned in the Bible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Holy. knew it. Unicorns are mentioned in Scripture. Job chapter 39, verse 9. Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 17. Isaiah 34, verse 7. Numbers 24, verse 8. I knew they were real. If, they just had to be real. Yeah, but if um, unicorns are mythological creatures, does that not make the Bible a mythological story? Ooh, Calvin. Ooh, yeah. I better watch what I'm saying here. Um, what's really interesting is if you go down that line, which is the argument that some people have used, um, then the Bible is really irrelevant and has no fact or fix, fact matter to it. However, if we had go ahead and investigate some of it, like Job chapter 39 says that the unicorn cannot be tamed. Can you make this unicorn plough a furrow with a harness, saying that it's so wild you won't be able to do that? And in Deuteronomy 33... It says his horns are like the horns of a unicorn. Now, I, if, if I was a I thought prophecy, the unicorn only had one horn. Yeah, well, uni- apparently horn, it talks about horns. So if in prophecy, what does a horn mean? I'm not really sure. I haven't heard Lyle say it more than 100 times, so it hasn't said <laughs> <laughs> what, what is a horn okay, a horn, symbol of? A horn in the Bible prophecy is, symbol, is a symbol of a state, a political entity, um, a nation, a kingdom, that kind of thing. Yeah, so a power. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. So his horns are like the horns of a unicorn. With them he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth. So that's an interesting commentary on the unicorn and how he cannot be tamed, but also he he bosses people around. Like, people don't boss him, he bosses people. Mm-hmm. So this got me thinking. Yep. I started looking at World Book, and when you look up the World Book and look up um, unicorn, it actually says that this was a composite picture or drawing that was made up from people that came back from far lands. So I thought, right, that doesn't really answer the question. Um, so that's, that explains how we get the, the concept of a horse with a, um, a horn sticking out its, its nose. But when you look at the Encyclopedia Britannica, and everyone has a 1611 version of Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, 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 absolutely, of course, mm-hmm. you know, naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all do. 1611 yeah, yeah. version. <laughs> When you look up the section on zoology, it actually shows a picture of a unicorn, and the animal that it shows is da 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 drum roll. A rhinoceros. I knew it. I knew it. Because I was thinking to myself, a rhinoceros is just a a chubby unicorn, isn't it? Oh, yeah, but he's very stocky, very stout, very muscly. Yep. Yep. Uh So when you look up, the other thing that's a, a nail in the coffin is when you look up the scientific name for rhinoceros, the name is Rhinoceros unicornitis, which is the single Ooh. horn unicorn. And it's also Rhinoceros bicornitis, which is the two-horned rhinoceros. These so horns are kind of, that, uh, uh, they run the opposite. The, the, even the two-horned one, the horns are in the wrong direction rather than, the, than side by side. They're, um, they're which would explain sort of why they're over. so hard to yoke up. And they and they are totally wild, so you couldn't tame them to like plow yes, your field. I've never seen a unicorn. Uh, sorry, a, a, a rhinoceros rhino. being used to plow a field. Yeah, he'd be pretty angry, I think. Yeah. Yep. That's wow. amazing. I think we've just like just solved a mystery. 
So there, there you go, Mon. Next time you uh, go to our local coffee shop here and buy um, your unicorn poo um, cookie, cookie. <laughs> think of yep. rhinos. Rhino poo. Cookie. Just beware, rhinos might come running for food. <laughs> okay, so just uh, yep. really quickly, um, Kelvin, we'll do uh, maybe one more here. I'm just looking at the list here. You said something about um, suing Israel. We've got two minutes. Can you tell us about who was it that sued the nation of Israel? Okay, so if you remember, God um, made a covenant with Israel, and it's what we call the Sinai Covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's really interesting, um, in Micah chapter 6 and verses 1 to 8, it makes a particular note there that God sues Israel. Why does he sue Israel? Because it's a breach of contract. Oh, wow. Now, so God actually if, goes to law, goes to court. Yeah, and it's the only place I can find in the Bible where God initiates a lawsuit against humans. In the Scripture, it talks about humans taking other people to court and suing them. Mm-hmm. But here's the only instances I can find about God suing human beings. Wow. Now, when you sue someone, you normally sue them to get something out of them. But what possibly could God get out of human beings? This is a good thought, Kelvin. I'm, I am waiting with bated breath to hear your conclusion to this. Well... And this is, this is the whole covenant concept. There's nothing that we can give God. There's nothing that we can extend to Him. The whole covenant is everything that God does for us. So even though we break the terms and conditions, we still benefit from the covenant. Okay. So it's a, yeah, keep going. It's actually a bit of a play on words if, or a play on concept. Like there's nothing, what can we give God? Well, there's nothing we can give God. God, we, are, we belong to God Anyway, so anything we give God is his to start with. Okay, so, so God is just really emphasizing that particular point right here that's like, hey, I can sue you for breach of contract, but uh, you know, what, what are you actually going to give me? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing we can do. Fantastic. Kelvin, it's been great having you on the show today. Uh, we always appreciate it when you come on with uh, everything weird, wonderful, and wacky. Kelvin, of course, the, um, the expert of all things obscure. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, have you back on the show again maybe in another month or so to talk about uh, another Mushrooms, list of, no. of, of strange things no. that you find in the Bible. Uh, right now, Dowries. Okay, Dowries coming up. This is Abby. Dowries coming up.
Hey, Mon. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in miracles? Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh, yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile.
Is forgiveness, or the lack of forgiveness, eating away at you? A relationship breakdown maybe, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. You know, it can be dealt with. If you want to break the cycle and start living a more forgiving life, Forgive to Live is a program designed to help us all improve our lives and be more forgiving. Don't let it eat away at you anymore. If you're keen to discover the power of forgiveness, why don't you take that first step and head to forgivetolive.org.au. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. 